boys. Happy day. How are happy, you? Happy day. It's oh, a great day. happy day. Oh, happy day. And it's Sister Act 2. Well, Sister oh. Act 2 coming on. <laughs> That's just a damn needed. He, didn't, he had no idea what he was doing when he just <laughs> said that casually. No idea he was walking into that. You're supposed to have your voice crack like the first time you right. say it. Yeah. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. <laughs> and then by the end of this episode, you are going to be like an opera singer. You're going to be so good. Right, right. <laughs> Dude, the amount of love I have for Sister Act 2. Yes. It's not even a game. Like, I love that movie so much. That like honestly, I don't know if I love any other movie more. It's one of my favorites of all time. It is back in the habit. I love it. Um. So happy day. You know what? <laughs> Forget what I was gonna say. I'll do that next week or the week after. <laughs> Anyways, what movie do you love like Sister Act Two? Dude, ooh. Well, let me just establish. I don't. I don't think Sister Act Two is not like one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay. I, all right, we'll I, see you guys next week. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> I I know you guys love it. And the, the amount that you guys love it has made me hesitant to say how much I don't think it's that great in the past, but I don't think it's that great. And I don't understand. And maybe that's the debate that we have for the next 60 minutes, but I okay. just don't, I just don't get it. All right, then fine. I'll, I'll reframe the question. What movie, Chris, do you love like me and Dan love Sister Act? <laughs> Dude, well, I, Sister Act 1 would be one of the movies that would fall into that category. I think the first Sister Act is tremendous. Okay. All right. Why? I do, I just honestly, Sister Act 1 I don't really like. I'm like What? I, I don't really like it. It's fine. I feel like it's it's a nice little it sets the table for the greatness of Sister Hag 2. Kind of like Home Alone wow. 1 doesn't do it for me either anymore. <laughs> I will fully watch Home Alone 2. It's like, yeah, you need to know Home Alone 1 just to understand that his parents are really stupid and this is how this happens. But other than that, <laughs> you don't really need to watch it. You need to watch Home Alone 2. Wow. So Didi Chris prefers Sister Act 1, Didi prefers 2. I obsess with both of them. <laughs> I don't really know where to go from here. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know this is what was going to happen at the top of the show. I didn't but... either. And yeah, I was going to is... I was going to ask what what movie do you prefer the sequel more than the original, but it sounds like that's a long list for Didi. Yeah, that's <laughs> Home like Alone that's... Two. He just mentioned he gave that example. He likes Home Alone 2 better, so I guess it's not a tough question. I like D2 better than the first Mighty Ducks. Good answer. Good answer. Good Solid answer. Solid answer. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize this. I really like sequels. <laughs> I'm like going through my head. I'm just like, damn, dude, I really like like Men in Black 2 is better than Men in Black 1 to me. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know what sequel that. you would love, Didi? Back to the Future 2. You oh, would love God. that one. <laughs> I'm watching that. <laughs> I this do is, like Back to the Future 2 more than Back to the Future. I it's, do. Just, it's yet another uh, volume that Dan loves cover to cover. Yeah. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Mm. I guess, like, I mean, this is a good topic for later on. Uh, <laughs> this people... is the debate that people need in 2023. Yeah, this That's... is what we need. 
this is what we need yeah because yeah. it's like my head is like spinning with sequels right now but we have other things to talk about today and yeah so we'll get back to this okay later on okay yeah <laughs> all just because you said happy day <laughs> all, because, <laughs> all because i said happy day i didn't even think about it <laughs> Oh, this is the greatest show. This is the greatest show ever. What's up? It's the Brunch Breakdown, a.k.a. the greatest show ever. It's Dee out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh. And today on the show, we've got a hodgepodge of topics. We're going to be talking about the hardest jobs, what we think the hardest jobs are. And I have a question to go with that as well. A guy broke the Guinness Book of World Records for Disneyland trips. He went there 3,000 times in a row. We're going to talk about that. We've got another edition of Shaq Court, the segment that will never stop. <laughs> and we have another topic that I hope we get to, but I'm not going to say it unless we don't get to it. So music, <laughs> beer, all those things. It's the Brunch Breakdown. Dan, tell everybody where they can find us. I will. And like we just said, this is the greatest show on the planet. And gentlemen, I don't know if you're aware, but this is this week. In history, this is an important week in history for us because seven years ago, we aired the very first episode of the Brunch Breakdown. Seven years wow. ago, this week. Now there was a bit of a break that we took in between there, because <laughs> um, we're over 130 plus episodes into this portion, round two of the Brunch Breakdown. I I don't know how many we did the first time around. It feels like it was at least that many. I think we did. I think we might have gotten into the 200s there. I can't remember, but it's been a lot of episodes, seven years, cover to cover, however you want to put it. But welcome, one, welcome all to our seven year anniversary of the Brunch Breakdown. Where can you find this miraculous show that's been around for quite some time? Anywhere, anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find the Brunch Breakdown. We've been around that long. You can find us. Just search Brunch Breakdown. New episodes every Wednesday. Hit follow, hit subscribe, wherever you prefer to listen. Let the episodes come to you first thing Wednesday morning. We've got video episodes to go along as well. The video version of the podcast. That full video is available on our YouTube page and our Facebook page. Those premiere at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Also on Wednesdays, you can watch those on demand anytime you want as well. Of course, we're everywhere on social media at Brunch Breakdown. And don't forget the Sounds of Brunch, the exclusive playlist on Spotify of what we're listening to this week. We leave on what we were listening to last week for you to get a double dose of everything we've been listening to. Find it exclusively on Spotify. Just search Sounds of Brunch. Beautiful. All right. Well, it's time to get random topics off our chests. Chris, get it off your chest. What you got? Uh, thanks. I think college basketball has a time limit issue i was working out the other day just put a random game on tv kind of in the background just as background noise while i was training and it ended up being uh iowa playing i think michigan state okay and this game it was like a nine point game with a minute left in that minute time i completed like nine sets uh, in my workout and come to find that Iowa ends up tying the game by going on a 17 to five run in 55 seconds. These two teams scored 22 combined points in 55 seconds. It was just constant, like rundown, layup, foul, foul shots, rundown, layup, foul, foul shots, rundown, layup, foul, foul shots. Sometimes they'd hit a three rundown, layup, 
so how fast like it was unbelievable how long this game took and uh it just exacerbated a thing i've always hated it's like the one thing i've always hated about college basketball is like how long you can draw out the end of a game the last two minutes of a college basketball game if it is within three to four possessions can take forever and just the other day i sent to both of you the video of the pitch clock now in major league baseball and they're just firing off pitches one after another after another it was maybe the best thing i've seen from baseball since the steroid era okay <laughs> i am in this very weird place right now where i am actually thinking that like baseball is more progressive than basketball i don't I, I don't know what to do i don't know what you you can't can we like limit the amount of intentional fouls you can do at the end of a game to like limit some of this stuff. i don't know what the solution is i don't know if you guys have any creative ideas or solutions but it's just you should know you shouldn't be able to have a 17 to 5 run in 55 seconds that just shouldn't be possible <laughs> And that 55 seconds of game time probably took 20 minutes of human time and it has to stop. Yeah, I don't, I dude, I don't know what you do with that. And it's funny you mentioned that about basketball because the Super Bowl, the last three minutes of the set of the first half took 35 minutes. Oh, because I was like, oh, shoot, man, this game is flying. Like, we're yeah. all right. So I went and because I went and like did something. So I was like, yeah, like the halftime show is about to start. I want to make sure I watch that. So I like, went and like did something. I think did something for the kids or something. And then like came back and I was like, what the f is going on? <laughs> it's still happening. 35 minutes it took to get from three minutes to the end. And it's like, and when you have passing teams, like that stuff happens. You know what I mean? And I feel that way about basketball a lot. I wish they would just call it like technical fouls or something. So then nobody could do it, you know, but I guess there's no perfect way. It's not like it's hockey, you know, because like when there's the time in hockey is the time in hockey. It's over, you know, <laughs> it's done. It's one of the most amazing things in the world about hockey is that like, no, when you go to the game, like this is the time you're going to be there and this is the time you're going to go home. That's it. You know what I mean? But with all the other sports, you have no idea when you're going home. You have no clue. It's. I don't know what you do with it, but it's what well, it's a very frustrating thing. Yeah. And it's interesting, Chris, that you brought up the video of the pitch clock in spring training. Like, can we add a shot clock during free throws where you've got a certain amount of time <laughs> to get your free throws in, you know, and it's complicated because, you know, there's a referee involved and then the ball, if the ball goes over here, you got to have another ball, like speed that up. You've got to be able to limit timeouts. They already, I think they've already done that a couple of years ago, but like maybe inside of two minutes, you limit timeouts. The stoppages are still going to happen, but maybe that's just another thing. And limit the TV timeouts. Let's just say Oof, that. The, yeah. the, the media timeouts. Yeah, okay. We've all worked in that industry. There are scheduled media timeouts. Once <laughs> you're inside of four minutes, there's one. There's one. <laughs> all the rest is bonus money. It's bonus freaking money inside of four minutes. So stop that. Enough. Find another way to do it. There's so much stoppage time that we can have. You could find a way to put advertisements on during a free throw, right? Do something else. Do a little picture in picture. All right. I watched Monday Night Raw. They're doing picture in picture with commercials so we can watch live wrestling. Can we do that with foul shots, maybe? Keep <laughs> this thing up. Keep it moving. Just a couple ideas. A couple ideas. Yeah. And I think they can like they can also go <clears throat> go to video review for like more things in the last minute than usual. Yeah. They, they, you yep. shouldn't be allowed to do that. That's ridiculous. Stupid.
Anyway. And there's advertisements all over the field, the court, (laughs) everywhere. It doesn't matter. All over. It it doesn't matter. The ice, any sport, there's advertisements everywhere. Oh, yeah. In basketball, you know, they have that camera on the top of the thing, and then it'll like come down and show you the hoop when the ball Mm -hmm. goes in. There's an ad on top of the backboard. Like there's ads everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Every single place. So, yeah. It, yeah, this stuff needs to change, I think. And I really think that like uh, Gen Z is, they are the ones that are making a lot of these changes happen. Because I feel like baseball's all their decisions with putting the guy on second place and extra, I mean, not second, second base on extra endings and stuff. This is all future generation stuff that's yep. happening. So like, and basketball's problem with, uh, and football's problem with Gen Z is that like, they don't want to watch the whole game. They rather like, they rather watch like the condensed versions on YouTube. Mm. and stuff because mm-hmm. the games are so long and no one wants to spend four hours watching something so yeah we'll see true dan yeah. get it off your chest hey boys if you remember last week i kind of attacked men in their 20s and 30s who dress like Uh-oh. bums if you remember if you recall if you haven't pause go back <laughs> take a listen come back we'll be waiting for you okay because <laughs> guys look like bums women look fantastic it's just how it is. I realize now in just a week's time that maybe my criticism was a little too narrow. Okay. And I'll start by asking you this question. Can either of you name me one place where you most definitely guaranteed will not see anybody wearing blue jeans? Where you won't? Where you won't see anybody wearing blue jeans. And this I don't, is, I'm talking like I'm not like like nice jeans, like black or anything. I mean, blue jeans. Where can you go, where you know you would not find anybody wearing blue jeans there? And are you talking like the bar and restaurant scene? Because I was kind of literally like, anywhere. Oh, like just Earth. Okay, Earth. Uh, the gym. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Depending on what state you're in. Unless, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess Planet Fitness is always a wild card, but most of the time. Okay. Okay. Church on a holiday. No, 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 see, no, 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 no. Wrong, sir. Because there's lots of like nice jeans that people wear with nice shoes. It used shoes. to be. It but... used to be church. That but used to Christmas be though, specifically Christmas. No, I've Easter. seen it. I've yeah, seen it. I've, I've seen, seen it. Blue I've, jeans. People wear blue jeans with like a sweater and nice shoes and think that it's okay. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. I, <laughs> because earlier today, I was at the theater. Okay, <laughs> out of the theater, which by the way, if Beetlejuice the musical is coming to your town, go see it. It's incredible. <laughs> It's and it's amazing. I, I had no idea what to expect. This thing is brand new. It's obviously Dan. based off of the movie. Dan, stay on, stay on track. Stay on track. <laughs> Back off. to where we were. Put that off. Tag Beetlejuice the musical. This is going viral. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just astounded by the amount of people wearing blue jeans to not nice jeans, blue jeans and sneakers at the theater. Literally blue jeans and sneakers. This is, I didn't see one person go, oh, there's my chest segment. That's not how it went. Multitude of people walking around a nice theater at a musical on a Sunday matinee. Like the theater used to be the one thing where you'd get up and get dressed for. It's kind of a big deal. It's usually a pricey ticket, right? 
the theater, church, like we just used an example, weddings. I've been to a wedding where I've seen somebody wearing blue jeans. Mm. Blue. Yeah, that's bad. That's I've tough. seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> um, like nice restaurants, even like steakhouses. Like, I feel like there's some people that just think that they can get, get away with it and they just do it. Like these places have dress codes, but they still don't. The only place that has a dress code that will actually throw you out is like a country club. Okay. Maybe that's the one place you can guarantee to not wear jeans, but everywhere, everywhere people were wearing jeans, like blue jeans. And I love jeans. I do. I wear them all the time. A variety of colors, styles. They're fantastic. All right. I'm, I'm jeans fan. All right. But like, there should still be like a, just a handful of places, just a few in this world where we have to get just a, dressed a little bit nicer than blue jeans. But seriously, go see Beetlejuice the musical. It's amazing. The cast, the visuals, I can't speak any more highly about it. It's fantastic, but don't wear jeans when you go to see it. That's all I'm asking. No blue jeans. Wow. <laughs> I, I mean... Just be, your love for Beetlejuice the musical, guys. Listen, if Hamilton's <laughs> coming to your town, um, uh-uh. forget it. Beetlejuice no. the musical. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Blown away today. Blown away. Great songs. <laughs> Great adaptation of a, a wonderful movie. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing except for all the amazingness. I got nothing. <laughs> My God. All right. Uh, I got to get this off my chest, guys. I don't know if you know this, but LA is underwater. Hashtag pray for LA. And also a lot of parts of Southern California that aren't usually have this, not just in the mountains, places like, you know, closer places to LA, like Malibu, Santa Clarita, whatever, getting snow. Okay. This weather's trash. And for all you people in other parts of the country who are like, oh man, you guys got a little bit of snow. You got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Screw you guys. Screw all of you, because I left your weather. A lot of people here, we left your weather. We don't have your weather anymore, okay? We don't want your weather, and we have your weather. And also, it's not built for your weather, okay? So whenever it rains a lot here, the the roads don't drain. So you just hydroplane everywhere, or you're just underwater. Like, where I used to live in Burbank, next to the Burbank airport, favorite airport was like underwater because cars were stuck in the water insane how crazy this is and i just you know want to say to people hashtag pray for la and we're still gonna be we it's sunny today but there's gonna be more rain coming and we need your help because also our houses are not built like your houses for all the severe weather because the way they put doors on, apparently, the way they put windows on, apparently, is not ready for rain. So there are so many houses in L.A. that are just having, like, little leaks. Little leaks. Like my own. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and it sucks. And I need the rain to stop. And I need it to stop now. I need all of this weather to quit. Like, whoever's playing a nice little joke up there, it's fun. You, ha- you hope you had your fun. We're done here. I'm not trying to buy, I'm not trying to pay somebody thousands of dollars in the spring when the rain stops to freaking patch up all these things in my house. So, yeah, had to get it off my chest. Hashtag pray for LA. Yeah, seems like we've had an extremely mild winter here and you guys are just getting trashed. Trashed. Like, I just want to, I'm just going to 
throw out a couple num- numbers here for you here. No context. Ready? 54, 52, 56, 54, 60. Okay. Here's another set of numbers. 51, 52, 55, 65, 53. Those gentlemen are the highest, the high forecast, the high temperature forecast in Pittsburgh, in Los Angeles and Pittsburgh, respectively, over the next couple of days. <laughs> Not a yeah. huge difference if you were paying any attention. 50s and 60s. It's the same. Not yeah. one day, not two, not three, not four, not five, multiple days. And we may get a little bit of rain. I don't know, but we'll we'll pray for you. Thank you. I appreciate your prayers. <laughs> Trash weather. I don't want bad things to happen to your house. I do have a little, it's like I'm sympathetic, but like, it's hard for me to be sympathetic. You know, understand what I'm saying? Cause like, like how, how many two. years have you lived out there? Eight. Yeah. You had a lot of good weather. Screw you, Chris. I hope you get get sick again this week. (laughs) Screw you. (laughs) Well, you know what, Dini? Lucky for you, it's probably going to (laughs) happen. I hope you get sick, and the only thing on TV is Sister Act 2, and you can't change the channel. (laughs) Broken your arms. Your arms are broken, too. (laughs) Oh, happy day. All right, let's get to some beer. It's Bruce Day. Chris, what are you sipping on? Well, I don't have any beer because I've been sick as shit. So I I have a a nice tea. That's that's my bruise day today. What's in your tea? How do you make it? What's your go-to? Um, and don't just say it's a nice tea either. <laughs> you just you just describe that as you do every beer. You gotta get you got a little it's good. lemon, you got a little honey in there. Come, come on. I, I don't really <laughs> I don't really do anything special to it. It's just a chamomile tea that I have before bed. Mm, I have a okay. lemon ginger in the morning, um, but this is my nighttime tea. So, okay, trying to settle in good. for you know a nice conversation with the boys. All right, I like it. I like it. All right. Well, um, I do not have the beer with me, but I am going to talk about it. Twenty first Amendment uh, Blood Orange IPA. I love it. It's a friend of the program. It's amazing. I had one this afternoon while watching the Jake Paul. Tom Fury fight, which everyone decided this was going to be the fight that they all took seriously. I, I don't know why. I was really confused by it. The whole production <laughs> just really like annoyed me more than anything because I was like, these were fun. Like no one thought that he was a real boxer, even though he would say it. But then, like, if you're going to yeah. go into the ring and fight someone, I don't care who you are. Yeah, believe you're a boxer. That's fine. We don't have to. Don't try to talk to us like we think he is going to fight. He's going to be the next heavyweight champion or something like that. No one thinks that. Like, we're all here for fun. And they made it not fun. But the beer was good. And the sandwich I made was really good, too. So, you know, shouts to 21st Amendment for saving my afternoon. You love that beer. It is a friend of the program. Oh, dude. It's so good. Uh, Well, all right. Guess I'm the only one drinking today. Um... But listen, <laughs> this isn't about the beer I'm drinking. This is a Corona premiere. All right, it's a it's actually a wonderful light lighter side beer. It really is Corona um, because it's summertime on the East Coast. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> however, that's not what I'm here to tell you about today. We received some very unfortunate news in the beer industry this past week. Um, Platform Brewery who I've featured on this program many, many times 
with their Martian Sours, the Yammy series, if you recall. I had, I think I had a Yammy not that long ago on the program, has shut down. Just shut down. And it's terrible news for lovers of their beer. It's terrible news uh, for the city of Cleveland, frankly. They had a number of locations. They brew, they brewed all their beers in Cleveland. Um, I've visited there many times, uh, many locations. They were purchased by Anheuser-Busch many years ago, and things just went downhill from there, unfortunately. Um, there was also some not-so-great news about employees and relations and things like that going on within uh, the company. So that was a reason not to root for them, but a lot of people lost jobs, and we're going to lose a lot of good beer, and that's an unfortunate thing. So if you can find any platform, grab it up while you can. I think they're going to be making like three flagship IPAs. It's still going to be available. Uh, they're going to brew those somewhere else. You'll be able to find those, but the Sours, the Stouts, the Yammies, my friends, my friends out there, our, our listeners in Cleveland, if you can get me some Yammies, please get your hands on them. Send them to your boy. <laughs> any Martians, anything, send them to your boy. Send them to your boy. We'll do what we can. We're going to hold on to them because that's why I didn't open up a platform because I only have a couple of them for the rest of my life now, apparently. So I didn't want to share one. Wasn't ready to open one yet on the program. So cheers to platform RIP and I'll enjoy this Corona premiere on you. Damn. Damn. That's a heartbreaking bruise day. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal news. Wow. Well, RIP. RIP and cheers. Pouring out for you. I'm not going to do it here because it's carpet. Cheers, boys. All right. Well, uh, let's get into this first topic because I just ranted about rain for a little bit. Um, I had me thinking. So I went to check my mail in the midst of the hashtag LA Blizzard, which amazing to say. Um, Because all we're getting is rain, really. But anyways, uh, I went to check my mail and it's there. And realized, holy shit, there's no way in hell I would ever be a mailman. That's the hardest job in the world. So to you guys, what's the hardest job? Because like, I am, man, why would you ever, you're delivering other people's shit (laughs) in this weather or in whatever weather it is, wherever you live, they're delivering the mail still all the time. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow. Like, hardest job. What's the no no rain nor sleet nor wind nor snow or what? That's like part of what you got to agree to, right? Brutal from the beginning. I just Ooh. no way. Mm-mm. It's the hardest job to you, gentlemen, because I've been thinking about this a lot, dude. That's so funny you said that because we uh, on Saturday went to do a few things as a family, and like one something I noticed on the way out of our township was uh, a walking mailman going door to door, you know, dropping off. And like that, those people still exist. There's the people that are in the, in the mail trucks. And then there's like some of them, like in more like if, if you're downtown or you live in like urban areas or anything like that, like oftentimes it's somebody walking from door to door, which is crazy. Um, So this is hardest job, right? Is that what you said? Worst job, hardest job? Hardest, hardest, I think it's the hardest. Dude, this is weird. Um, but I rem- I saw this recently on uh, either Instagram or TikTok, where it was like this profession where these guys get paid 
guys and, and men and women get paid like crazy amount of money to do this one time, but they have to like change these, um, they, they basically have to like climb up service tower poles that are like unbelievably high to change like one light bulb. Okay. And they get paid like 20, $30,000 to do it like four times a year. And like heights, no, Chris, Chris does not do heights. I cannot imagine like, that's awesome. You get that much money to do it once, but like risking your life to change a light bulb. That seems like the hot, uh, I, I, that was the first thing that came to mind to me. Cause I just can't imagine putting your life on the line to do that, climb up that high. Like these people climb up so high that like when you look down, I've seen the GoPro footage, like you're above the cloud line. So you can't even see the ground. Like it's crazy. <laughs> I could never, I could never imagine doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had, yeah. Like even just like cell phone tower workers who have to go up to the top of those. But like, yeah, the ones you're referring to Chris are just like out in the middle of the Midwest somewhere where there's a farm. They've got like these ridiculous things just sticking up into the atmosphere and they got, you got to get up there. You got to get up there somehow. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Heights. Heights is a big one. Like a roofer, Ugh. like a commercial roofer, not you know, residential. You get like, no, 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 no way a roofer because, and those guys are usually just hooked in. So in case they do fall, you know what I mean? It's like, well, if you fall, we'll, we'll catch you, but you can still fall. You can still fall. You just got to, Hope that the levers are tied tightly enough, but mm -mm. being up on a roof, like a roofer in California, even like in 112 degree heat when it's not raining up there, like, no, thank you. There's, there's not a good, there's not a whole lot of comfortable time to be changing <laughs> a roof anywhere. There really, there really just isn't. Well, the only time you can change a roof is when it's hot. Pretty much. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, can't do it yeah. during rainy. You know what I mean? Like I know you. there's a longer length of time that you can do it here, but like at home, like I've worked on roofs at home and like you, you're in a hundred degrees in the middle of July on top of a roof, putting down like all this black, whatever the hell that you're just like mm -hmm. putting on. Yeah. That shit sucks. Like Ugh. regardless. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. Roofer. Could you do that job? These jobs climbing cell phone towers or whatever the hell you're talking about, which our friend of program JW used to do, which he tells stories like that. And I would be like, what the hell, how what? I don't understand. Um, but would you do those jobs that you don't like $4 million a year? Oh, no, I don't think I would. I, I truly don't think I would. I don't think I would risk Cause the, like the one that I said, like you're risking death. No, no, I would, I would be a roofer for a million dollars. I, damn, dude. <laughs> the more I think about it, like the physical labor involved, it's just so much. Like I could just keep making what I make. Not, it's not close to that, but be fine and safe in my house. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't do Chris's tower job for a million i i would strongly consider being a roofer like high up there heat i'd probably do that for a million i wouldn't be happy <laughs> <laughs> so the money would make me happy but ooh, yeah i don't know and like a postman oh 
I couldn't do the they work all the time. Like postman, like garbage men. It feels like that's that's not the hardest job. That job just sucks. Yeah, um, it just sucks. <laughs> but they, you know, they'll get it. It happens here where if it like they get that much snow, they'll be like, we're just not doing the garbage today. We're just not yeah. doing it. It's pretty rare for that to happen with mail. I think that limits a little bit further where they're like, we we literally can't go out there. But that's another one where you're just like hot garbage and wet garbage. Ugh. Ugh. It's just the day. Cause those jobs are like, like, I know they're not considered like service jobs, but they are service jobs. Yeah. You're doing yeah. a service for us. Like I'm not taking my garbage to the landfill. You know what I mean? You're doing that for me. Like I'm paying for it, but it's like, you're doing that for us. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing as mail. I don't have to go to a building to go get my mail. You bring my mail to me when it's snowing or rain and winds are freaking going a million different directions. It's just, I could be a mailman, but on those days where the weather sucks, I have to go do stuff for other people. Not Hmm. me, not my family, like other people. No, I'm good. That's where the problem would that's where the problem would go is that it's the same thing with like being a roofer. It's like I'm doing this, I'm on the roof for somebody else, and it's 130 degrees outside. Yeah. And I'm doing this for someone else. Like I just I couldn't do a job where I was doing it for someone else. Like a coal, <laughs> like a coal miner. Sucked. Like a coal miner that you're down there and you're just like, who's this for? <laughs> <laughs> You know how much money when you know how much money you're making the people you're working for, but you're oh, not. Yeah, that's tough. I got the black yeah. lung pop. <laughs> <laughs> God. All right. Well, um, let's get into another topic from a guy who is just a big something. Um <laughs> I don't know what to call it. I, I don't know what to call it, but uh a California man broke the Guinness World Record for visiting Disneyland almost 3,000 times. 2,995 trips to Disneyland in a row over eight years, three months, and 13 days. <sighs> yeah. Every day that the park has been open since 2012. So you have to count, you have to get out the COVID time when Disneyland was completely closed. So that's mm-hmm. where like the year discrepancy comes from. So anyways, um, so what do you think? <laughs> I'm <laughs> disgusted. <laughs> About our friend Jeff Wrights, 50 years old. That's absolutely, that would be his name. If they were <laughs> writing a script, they'd be like, we'll call him Jeff. <laughs> I mean, it's just a fascinating story. You kind of have to, you should read the whole story because it started out like going a couple of times, going with people. And then it's just turned into him like going to walk around. He's just going and taking walks and in pictures. Hey, not going on rides. Yeah. Not going on rides. But he's like, he'd go and he there. He once he realized the streak was kind of moving along, he's like, Oh, I got to keep going. And he would like still have a full time job and he'd have to try to get in there by the end of the day, by the time the park closed, just go around for a walk and get out of there. What? That's a that's a lot, dude. That's a long 
time and a lot of money spent to have an article written about you and probably a certificate from Guinness. Oh, that, man. That started before we started recording the first edition of the Brunch Breakdown. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> so that means, wait, you said it was eight eight years and some eight change? Years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were, tw- I was 20, 26. I was 20, holy moly, 25, 26. That, uh, you know, if if he's a sweet guy and, you know, it's just a cool thing that he fell into, good for him. Um, I didn't read the article. I didn't want to click on the article because I read the title to the article and it creeped me out, guys. It creeped me out. Uh that's not a that's not a record um uh, a middle-aged man should be going for it's just not it's not it's just not it's not it's what it's what my daughter should try to set from now until she's 10 like that's what you know that's i don't know it just creeps me out i didn't read the article i'm sorry it, how, do you, how does he afford to do this i i that's just, that's the first thing that went through my head is that's a lot of money it's a lot of money. Also, if you haven't been to Disneyland, Disneyland isn't big. It's just two parks. They've done some expansion and stuff, but like, it's not somewhere you spend a week. Like, it's not. It's not like Disney World where there's like all these parks and water parks and all this other stuff that's like okay. all about Disney World. Disneyland is two parks. So that, that makes it ultra weird to me that he decided to spend the go there all the time because yeah, him walking around makes sense because literally there's not that much to do there. There's nothing new that is going on there. Like you're not visiting like one of the six Disney world parks every day. You're going to one or the other. You're going to California adventure or to Disneyland. It's I I don't dude. Listen, I don't I don't want to shame people for doing what they love. But this is just at some point this is just stupid. It's really stupid. And Even like he, if you uh stupid. He wasn't getting good perks along the way. There's a quote in the article that says they offered me dinner for com- my completion of the second year. Dinner. That was, what that was, was the is what I want to know. I you came know two years in a row and you're like, they offered me a dinner. So what motivated you to go the third year? <laughs> uh, that's what, that's my question. Okay. And then when he hit day 2000, much deeper into the streak here in 2017, they presented him with a gift backpack. Is that not less than the cost of dinner? Like, what are we, at what point is Disney like, <laughs> we got to stop this guy. <laughs> That's what they're trying to send the message. He wasn't, what was he motivated by then? It's so weird. It's a little weird. There are other records that could be set. Like you could try other ones. They do it on like daytime talk shows all the time. They try to break records all the time. You could try to do something else. That's true. You like literally try anything else. Anything. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, like, is I'm trying to think if you would be willing to go anywhere for eight consecutive years. Yeah. Pick one thing that you really love. And then would you go like do that one thing? No. 
every, every day for day. eight years. Even every the, day. Even the best things no. I need like a break from sometimes. No, I mean, like the only thing I could think of is like, if you had, I cause even people who have like season tickets to baseball, they don't go to all 81 games. Oh, right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if right. they do, it's like, I mean, you're a lot. If you do, you're retired. I mean, you're retired. If you do, it's just, there's so many games. And even with, even with any of those sports, I feel like people are always like, eh, I don't, I don't really need to go this week. They're playing Wofford. Let's well, right. Exactly. We had, season tickets to the penguins when they were winning stanley cups and we're like i just i don't i don't it's tuesday i don't want to go to yeah. the game like i just don't want to yeah like, i guess the dedication is the I, I don't know is that commendable is that crazy i don't really know but it's it's the dedication is the only part because like how do you just keep going he needed I, to turn it into something. It would be commendable if it was like, you know, you do like a walkathon and for every mile you earn money to give to a charity. Like he should have turned this into something early where it's like every day that I keep going, this company's going to donate this much money to whatever charity or something mm -hmm. like that. But he never did that. He just wanted to go there. <laughs> and that creeps me out. And like back to your earlier point, Chris, about like he's... 50. <laughs> That's it. So he started this at age 42. It's a lot. It's a lot to process. And he's now 50. Could you pick mm. a weirder eight years in someone's life where this would be, you'd look at this differently? Like that's the, that's probably the weirdest period in someone's life. I could see an old person doing this. I could see a young person doing this. I could see someone in, in their 20s and 30s doing it just to get followers on Instagram, which he does, by the way, 27,000. 42 to 50 is a weird time to do, to decide to do this, Jeff. He spent his 40s going to Disneyland. Yeah, you get I it. You, is it still the happiest place on earth every time you go? Or like after a couple of weeks, are you like, eh, it's Monday. Here we are. Wow. I have to go to Disneyland next week and I'm not excited about it. Dude, just stop it right there. You said I have to go to Disneyland. Oh, have to. Yeah. Have DM to Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Ask for a meetup. See if you, he, he wants to, advice. Maybe he wants to walk a loop. You never know. Ask God. him what is like, you got to ask him a weird question. Like, what's the best bathroom in the park? Where is it? That's a good one. What's your... That is a good one. <laughs> that is a really good one. Which, what is your go-to? What's your go-to? When you're taking your 8 p.m. stroll around yeah. Disneyland. Listen, sometimes you had chili at lunch and you just had to get to the park, but you had to find the best bathroom in the park. What's your go-to? Where are you going? You know it happened. It happened at least once. Oh, <laughs> had to have. Emergency situation. Yeah. Oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Congratulations. Congratulations, Jeff. You. Uh, interesting, man. Um, yeah. Spent your 40s going to Disneyland. What are you going to do for your 50s? <laughs> Universal, here we come. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Well, let's get into our new segment, Chat Court. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Shaq, it's weird. It's getting weird. <laughs> if you missed it last week, we started a segment called Chat Court because Shaq uh, endorses or is part owner in a lot of products. And of course, Shaq takes pictures with lots of them. And I'm like, this is weird. And this is the one that actually started the segment. This right here. Shaq with a printer and printer cartridges for Epson. Kiss expensive cartridges goodbye. In quotes, by the way. Is that Shaq's quote? (laughs) Apparently. And by the way, if you're listening in your car or whatever, you don't have a visual of this. What happened to Shaq's neck in this photo? Because the shirt he's wearing, just uh, what happened there? This doesn't look right. Is there a hood on the back of it? I'm assuming there's a hood on the back of it. <laughs> I, I think so. But like something's off here. Like we see Shaq in suits like all the time on TV. He has a neck. There's no neck here. The shirt just like rolls up. It's almost at his ear. I'm just a little, a little concerned about what's happening there. It's, look at that. Look at that <laughs> face. And look, look, he's got, he's got the tongue out. He's he's so excited about this. He got the tongue out a little bit. He's wow. so excited about printer cartridges. I'm un. I all right. So, all right. It it's yeah. It's a hood, I think. But the right side, or his left side, yeah, doesn't look like it's a hood. Doesn't, doesn't the look other right. side. Yeah. Does. But also, the shirt just looks too small. Right. It looks fake. It looks like a fake shirt. But well, it's probably not. Look yeah. at the, I mean, look at this. He's holding a printer and it looks like some football <laughs> for crying out loud. Dude, that's what I was going to say. You, I'm, I'm a hundred percent positive that he's not actually holding these things. He just posed. They told him how to pose. I don't think he's holding these cartridges. Uh, go to the cartridges. There is no way on no, planet he's holding earth. Those. He's holding those cartridges. That's yeah. all fake. He's, yeah, not he's, not he's not holding that printer. He's not holding that printer. Dude. If that printer is actually, now we obviously know Shaq's a gigantic human yes. being. If that printer is that small, no wonder you have to sell these refills because, like, the cartridge has got to be so damn small. Look how small that printer is. I really think that printer is actual size. Yeah, man. No, I yeah. This is this doesn't make me want that printer. It's like that's too small. Have you guys seen the commercials on TV for this? Have Regret- you seen no. Regrettably, yes. Yeah. I have not. So like he oh, does like yeah. a he does like a shimmy when he fills yeah. it. He's like just fill and chill, baby. And he like does like a shimmy. Yeah. While he once he puts the thing because the whole thing is like you don't have to go through this whole thing where you got like pop the one out and then put the other one in and do all this stuff. Like get your fingers. It's like you just unscrew the top to these little jars and you just plop it on the top and it like fills with ink and then you can go do other stuff. <laughs> Because apparently there's a ton you can accomplish in the 22 seconds it takes to fill with this cartridge. Mm-hmm. And so then he's just like walking around his apartment doing other stuff. And he's like dancing, you know, Shaq's like real super excited. And he says, just fill and chill, baby. Just fill and chill. The Epson EcoTank printer is what this is. It seems like a kind of a good idea. It seems like rather than replacing cartridges, right? This seems like it would be financially a good idea this probably costs less to fill the ink than doing the cartridge thing well, that's why Shaq gets behind these weird weird products 
besides pepperoni, this is the, <laughs> these are weird products. And I don't know if, again, I don't know if this is genius or stupid, but he's been promoting this thing for a while now. We've seen the TV commercials. Kiss expensive cartridges goodbye. I mean, why not? Uh, okay. Do you guys own a printer? Yes. Yes. Okay. So do I. Um, I just bought one like a few months ago. I hadn't had a printer in like years, like at my house. Um, would you, would Shaq make you buy a printer? Like if you saw this as a big cardboard cutout at Costco or at Target or wherever, or, you know, Staples, is Shaq making you look at, you're looking at that and saying, give me the Epson guys. And no, that's what I need. In a weird way, I think he could over time because, like, if I see that cardboard cutout of Shaq, I'm going to remember it because it's Shaq, right? Just like last week with the alkaline water and he was had the thing balanced on the top of his head. I won't forget that now because it's Shaq. And for printers, I just got a new printer too, but like five, six, seven years down the road, may I need to replace it? It's possible. And then when I go to look for printers... I'm going to see a bunch of different brands out there and I'm not going to know what most of the brands are, but I will remember Epson because of this stupid photo and just fill and chill. And for some weird reason that will make it more legitimate to me. And then there's a higher chance that I would buy it in the future. Damn it, Chris. That's good because, and that's advertising, right? Because it's like, yeah, I don't need a printer tomorrow. But in a few years, maybe I will. And I'll just see Epson and not remember why. I'm not going to remember Shaq. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? I'm not going to remember how ridiculous this picture is. All I'm going to remember is, is there's a reason Epson is in my head. Why is Epson in my head? Anyways, that's the one I'm going to go buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That just God. fill and chill is just going to be secretly in the back of your brain. You're not going to know why. That. <laughs> By the way, I, apparently that's the quote. From Shaq, if you look at this advertisement, <laughs> not the one up top <laughs> with the quotations, just fill and chill, Shaq. Damn it, Shaq. I mean, I guess it's <laughs> I guess it works. Damn it. I Shaq. guess it works. It shouldn't, and it makes no sense. But here we are talking about another wacky product that wow. Shaquille O'Neal is the face of for whatever reason. But but that's what I said last week, guys. There are very few people that have the universal appeal to do this and Shaq is one of those people maybe uh, he there's so many better things he could be doing <laughs> man i hope he's making money that's all i'm gonna say i Epson's, hope he's making money epson playing the long game playing the long game damn it another controversial episode of Shaq court now let's get into music gentlemen what are we listening to this week i will get it started guys um skrillex put out an album and this is like an r&b hip-hop fusion album and it's just amazing i love it so much i haven't stopped listening to this thing it's called don't get too close honestly from it's my favorite album of 2023 so far from song one to 12 it's just freaking awesome i'm probably gonna put like three songs on here but there's a song with justin bieber that's awesome song with kid cuddy that's awesome there's a song with this dude named prentice called 3 a.m that's probably my favorite song on the album it's amazing i just i'm telling you this is this shit's it it's i love it so much 
All right, not to be confused with the '90s hit "3 A.M." by uh, <laughs> who's that by? Damn it! Who sings that song? Someone's yelling right now, and I can't think of who it is. <laughs> All right, well, I think about it. Um, first up for me, churches. That's hey. right, with a V. Churches with a V <laughs> released a new single uh, last week called over and i doesn't sound like this is a sign of a new album quite yet they're still kind of doing some touring and stuff like that with the uh, previous album cycle uh, but they love this track so much and how it turned out they wanted to release it and i can i can clearly tell why it, it it's great and it has some parts that like are reminiscent of older tracks like we haven't heard martin sing on a track in a while and he does and i love it it's good to hear that again so it's just a really great song um from the synth pop group known as churches yeah nice. good song really good song um all right my first one i uh have been looking for some music lately to well, i'm always looking for music to kind of get me uh, energized, but even more so lately because I was uh, almost quite literally dead for 48 hours earlier in the week. So for whatever reason, uh, Set Your Goals popped into my head and their album Mutiny, uh, It's this is not new, okay? This is from 2006. The song Mutiny, which is uh, the title track of the album and Dead Men Tell No Tales, there's like the one song feeds just like completely seamlessly into the other where it builds up into actually playing the song mutiny. It's, it just, it's hard for me to explain how much it fires me up. It was never on my, I have like this list of songs where if I'm going for a one rep max PR on like the squad or the bench of deadlift, I have a set of songs that I play. I choose from to get me like ready to perform. This was not on there kicking myself because I probably missed a lot of PRs in the past because I could have played this song and hit it. Um, but it, it filled a gap in my life this week, listening to this album. And so I'm going to make everybody else listen to it. And I hope you enjoy it. Wait, Almost. You said almost quite literally, and somebody better write that <laughs> song right now, because it's a great title. Almost quite literally go with it. <laughs> almost quite literally <laughs> brunch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, my guy, Out of Sight, put out a new song called Feels Like, and I love this song. Out of Sight makes great, upbeat, up-tempo, very feel-good music, and um, I just love Out of Sight. Out of Sight means a ton to me because he is the reason why people took Radio Disney Sports seriously in the building because I was like, he's coming in, let me try this, this is going to work, and it worked, and then we had like three years of awesome stuff. So, and he's the reason why. So I love Out of Sight for that. But anyways, feels like Out of Sight. Check it out. Nice. I think I just realized almost quite literally brunch. Just You just X'd out Beetlejuice brunch. And I'm really sad about that. <laughs> By the way, Matchbox 20, 3 a.m. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. People are probably yelling. Tyler. You're Put, it on, anyways, yeah. Put it on the playlist. Put it on the playlist. <laughs> um, next one up for me is from a group called Vinyl Theater. And I used to rock this band years ago. And when I mean years ago, I mean like before this podcast started in – uh, 2014 is what I first discovered. <laughs> was, was that when Jeff started walking Jeff, around Disney? The beginning of Jeff's journey. Um, and I haven't really heard a whole lot from them lately, to be honest with you, here and there. But 
I heard this new track this week that they just released called uh, Vile, and I'm I'm in love with it. I love this style for them. It's just a really catchy kind of like pop alt song, and I hope it's more more of it to come. And I hope they kind of resurface, hear more from Vinyl Theater and their new song Vile. All right. Nice. Uh, I found a TikTok account that is just strictly uh, emo and pop punk live throwback performances. And um, I've been binge watching it lately. One of the ones that I came across was from a band called The Movie Life. And then so I binged a bunch of Movie Life from the early 2000s. Uh, From their EP from 2001, which is titled The Movie Life Has a Gambling Problem, Uh, their song Hand Grenade is just one of my favorites. They were one of the first bands in that whole drive-through records kind of explosion that happened, and uh, I love them, and I forgot that I loved them until I remembered that I loved them, and I still love them, and I hope you love them. Nice. A lot of love. A lot of love. Yeah. A lot of love. I love that. All right. Um. Let's see. Last one. All right. You know what? Forget it. Jonas Brothers put out a new song, Wings. And I like it. I like it a lot. I'm excited for their next album that's called The Album. Silly. The I'm album. excited for it. But anyways, Wings. Catchy tune. I like it. Check it out. Boy, the creative juices got flowing on that one. The album. Yeah. The album. The like, album. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, then that leaves me with uh, one that I was thought I might be taking off your table, Dee Dee, and that's from your girl, Claire Rosencrantz, and sad, her song, Sad in oh, Hawaii. Yeah. It's been yeah. out for a couple of weeks now. Um, I love this song. It's kind of like old school surf rock vibes, a very anti-California right now, kind of giving off that sunny vibe type of thing. Um, but the lyrics kind of paint a very different picture, uh, making the song pretty unique. Um, and it feels like it should be a summer song and it's been warm enough here where I can put the, there's been a couple of days where it's windows down music weather and that one gets activated to that playlist and it's, it's wonderful. So sad in Hawaii by Claire Rosencrantz. Okay. That song's been out for a couple of weeks. I've gone back and forth on putting it on the playlist because the reason I have a beef with that song, and this is me being old man, I'm 20 years older than Claire Rosencrantz, and I can't imagine being sad in Hawaii. But you know who I can't imagine being <laughs> sad in Hawaii? A freaking teenager. And it really is. <laughs> so <laughs> anyways, yeah, the song's good. I love Claire, but yeah, just being sad in Hawaii. I Teenagers, man. I just, yeah. I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um all right my last one real friends is just confusing the shit out of me i don't understand how music is released anymore guys because we've talked about this before people put out singles just like all the time and then like sometimes those sing- singles become an ep and they release the ep like it's new but it's not actually new it's just all the singles put into a thing and that's what real friends did and that was two weeks ago and then this past week, they released an album that still has all the things that were on the EP in the album, but a bunch of other songs. So I haven't figured out what I'm going to put on our playlist. I'll choose something. The album is called There's Nothing Worse Than Too Late. Again, I love everything they've released so far, but just stop confusing me. That's all I ask. Stop confusing Chris. Um, it's 2023, but my music consumption is stuck in 2003. So let's play ball. Yep. It's really freaking annoying. Shouts to Ray Shrimmerd, by the way, for 
they've been they've been promoing an album for the past I don't know nine months and releasing singles for like it's annoying yeah <laughs> it's very annoying yeah I hear you well that's it that's the playlist make sure to check it out on Spotify sounds of brunch boys any final thoughts on tonight's brunch breakdown. Yeah, Didi, I love you, man. Um, Dan, I love you too. But Didi, I, 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 I don't want your house to flood. Okay, I want you, you to know that. I, I'm, I, I sympathize for the the trickles and all that you've got going on over there. Um, I just, I've seen that sunshine too. You understand? You understand where I'm coming from? You lived here, so it's just, I don't. It's hard for me to relate. Fine. Fine. <laughs> yeah. In fact, they were coming up uh, next week is the, don't ask me why I know this. It's the eight year. It's been the seven year anniversary of the brunch breakdown first episode, right? Next week, I think is the eight year anniversary of Chris and I's first trip out to LA. Mm. I think, uh, I think that eight year anniversary, the first one coming around just around the corner. Shouts a lot of good to, memories there. Shouts to Mike Lang. Shouts to Patrick Hornquist. Shouts to dead guy beer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Emphasis on dead guy. Yeah. You know who's a dead guy? Beetlejuice. Go see Beetlejuice the musical. There you go. Final thought. And that's the French breakdown. We're out.